0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the TI Connect podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Nick. Just a quick reminder, everybody. This content was originally in video format and has been adapted to a podcast, so some things are better seen than heard. Don't let it stop you. Go to ti.com connect, and you can see the full videos. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Connect series. My name is Adrian Fernandez and today, Nick won't be joining us today, but that's okay because we have Saurabh from our Wi-Fi team to talk a little bit about the next generation of Wi-Fi security. And I know a lot of developers have security top of mind. So I'm really excited to have you on the show here, Saurabh, today. So so welcome. Thanks, Adrian. Yep, of course. Um, So let's jump right into it. Uh, WPA3, that's the next generation of Wi-Fi security. Do you mind giving a quick introduction as to what that is?
1: Sure. WPA3 is the next generation Wi-Fi security. WPA stands for Wi-Fi protected access, and 3 is the latest iteration. It is essentially replacing the current Wi-Fi security standard, which is WPA2. Okay, very cool. And uh, for those that maybe aren't familiar, can you walk through some
0: of the differences, the enhancements that WPA3 introduces over the previous
1: uh, iteration? Definitely. Uh, WPA3 uh, is built on widespread adoption and success of WPA2. What it does is it introduces new features and also removes the outdated legacy protocols. I'll give you an example. WPA2 uses pre-shared key mechanism to derive security keys. Now, what WPA3 does is it drops pre-shared key mechanism and it introduces SAE, which is Simultaneous Authentication of Equals. SAE is a much more secure protocol compared to the pre-shared key. The many other features that were introduced in WPA3 essentially making it a much more robust and secure protocol.
0: Oh, wow. So this is actually a pretty big deal. So for developers, you know, looking for the the most secure application, WPA3 certainly sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Um, Could you walk through maybe some of the different modes that WPA3 supports?
1: Yes, uh, WPA3 supports personal and enterprise. An example of a personal Wi-Fi network would be a Wi-Fi network at your house, where you have an access point and you have certain devices, your laptop or tablet that connects to the AP. Wi-Fi Alliance is responsible for WPA3 standard, and they put a lot of optimizations in WPA3 Personal. Uh, for example, the SAE uh, protocol that I mentioned it is part of WPA3 Personal. And then there is Enterprise. Enterprise networks they involve a radius server, so you have to have a server that authenticates a device before it connects to the AP. So these kind of installations you would see at uh, government offices. Uh, TI um, office as well. Uh, so WPA3 supports both personal and enterprise.
0: Okay, great, great. And, and as de- developers start to adopt this new generation of security, um, will there be some backwards compatibility? You know, Could a WPA3-enabled you know, product still connect to a WPA2-enabled access point?
1: Absolutely. WPA3 retains interoperability with legacy WPA2 devices. Okay, awesome. Cool. Well, I, I'm
0: sold. It sounds like WPA3 makes a lot of sense for kind of security-centric developers. You know, what, what are some of the TI devices uh, that, that support or will support
1: WPA3? So TI offers two family of Wi-Fi devices, SimpleLink and Y-Link. SimpleLink, um, SimpleLink devices are more suitable for IoT applications uh, demanding low power consumption. They support internal and external MCU. And then there's y 8, which supports higher throughput and is more suitable for applications running Linux and uh, requiring more features. TI will have both SimpleLink and y 8 uh, support WPA3.
0: Okay, cool. And, and was there anything TI had to do to enable these devices to be WPA3 compatible? And, and also, was there some
1: certification
0: process in place here to, to make that happen?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, uh, because TI invested a lot of effort and time to stay ahead of the curve and support WPA3 on both SimpleLink and wilink 8. I'll give you an example. Uh, for wilink 8, we had to uh, update to version 2.9, make modifications to our driver, to our firmware. Uh, similar changes were made uh, for SimpleLink. Uh, so a lot of effort went in, in supporting WPA3 on these two family of devices. Now. TI has an internal lab, so we do uh, pre-certification, WPA3 pre-certification on uh, both products. Uh, also, we plan to certify SimpleLink in an external lab uh, in quarter three and quarter four. Okay, awesome. So
0: that's coming very soon. And, and will developers be able to reuse that that WPA3 certification?
1: Customers can reuse the certification. Uh, for y 8, uh, we will pre-certify it in internal lab. Since it requires an external host, customers will have to take their product to external app and certify it. But they can uh, be sure since we are pre-certifying while in it's meeting uh, the wpa3 requirements. Oh, that, that's awesome! I know that's a
0: big deal for developers. You know, in terms of uh, getting to market more quickly, you know, being able to trust that these devices will pass from a certification perspective. So that's that's awesome. Um, well, sorry, I-, I learned a lot. I-, I appreciate you hanging out with us here today. Um, and I- I'm sure the viewers here at home or in the office, wherever they may be, um, have-, have learned a lot here too. So thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thanks, Adrian. Of course. And-, and for those at home, thanks so much for tuning in. Of course, be sure to check in next week as we bring in more connectivity experts from throughout TI. And as always, be sure to tweet at us at sensor to cloud if you have any feedback or recommendations for future topics. And with that, let's uh, all be safe and, and hang in there. We thank you so much for watching.